All right, episode Who Cares? I don't even remember of the Valley Boys. We got Brandon here. Hello. Being a big old slob. I'm also slobbing it up. We got a guest this week, Aaliyah Janine. Aaliyah, hey. sorry about Brandon. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, it's fine now, but uh, we just started giving it like five, ten minutes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's going to start pulling it out. Okay. Well, I mean, you did say it was just audio, right? Well, yeah. you guys you guys are in L.A. You guys already kind of have a bad rap going on right now. You really want to just add to that pop? <laughs> he's not a comedian. He's just a registered pervert. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, all the, all the comedians so we can't, here. We can't cancel him then? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, was, who are you going to cancel him to? Like me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to cancel him forever now you know <laughs> yeah all the canadians are giving me a bad name man the canadians so what's going on in uh in new york you guys don't have perverts there or what oh no uh they're just classier about uh being perverts <laughs> um in the comedy scene i mean maybe it's just like me in general but um like i host a couple of open mics but like a lot of male comedians are intimidated by me you know i was also in porn so a lot of them um are intimidated me intimidated uh of me because of that as well which is hilarious but um if there's anyone that's ever given me any shit it's like a super predator like i've had I'll, uh his name is jason scoop he's been accused of raping like four women and i he got banned well not banned he got suspended from a club for three months for sexually harassing me so um Oh, yeah, wow. we have, but I like as far as like that other shit. Like a lot of dudes don't really fuck with me that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm fortunate, obviously, but I mean, I hear the horror stories like other men do, but not men in comedy. So far, knock on wood. Now that I said that, I probably just jinxed my fucking self. Yeah, well, I mean, like you haven't you haven't met Brandon yet, uh, <laughs> and he's never been caught. Uh, but I think I'm the only one he's ever actually sexually harassed, and it's on a daily basis, and most of it's online. He cyber bullies me. Stop it. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, it seems like you like it a little bit because you haven't left yet. So. Exactly. That's what I keep saying. Uh, this is victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is victim blaming. Is it though? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? What if you say that to anyone else? It's like, hey, is it really that bad if you haven't left? <laughs> oh, that's classic. So you uh, mentioned. Uh, you were, you worked in the porn industry. Uh, yeah. That's a very sexist industry to begin with. Um, I'd like to ask you about that a little bit. So how is it fair that so many of the male performers get paid a fraction of what the female performers <laughs> get paid? Like it's uh, 2020. Because the majority of viewers are men looking at women. So uh, it's about it's the a- demand. So you can just swap out a dick easier than it is for uh, a lady in porn? Yeah, I would think so, right? <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been. Probably easier to cast a man. Right. Like you can just stand outside with a sign and there he is. <laughs> I haven't yeah. been in porn for like eight years, so I'm really not the one to ask, though. Eight years. Isn't that like, that's a that's a long time for porn, isn't it? Because there was that one lady who went uh, like, three months or whatever and she made a whole twelve thousand dollars and they're the top rated. oh yeah oh, what's her name? Mila a hockey puck to the boob and it to leaf or something yeah like, yeah 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 um yeah you guys I don't mean, know that, each other no i know <laughs> odd right uh yeah there's a couple of girls that, that get in the business and you know they want to be superstars and then they realize like how tough it is it's not an easy industry at all and then then they'll leave and then they'll be really mad. You know, they'll, um, they're mostly ashamed of themselves because they didn't get to be like what they wanted to be. And now they only have like, maybe like this shit couple of movies and be like, fuck, that was my porn career. <laughs> no, um, I, I like, I'm still very pro porn and pro the industry for the most part. I still have a lot of friends and stuff like that. Yeah. I've never been one of those chicks that, that quit porn and there's, just started shit talking it but i also got into porn when i was 30 years old so like i kind of knew what i was doing a little bit more than let's say an 18 year old whose brain isn't even fully developed yet 
Oh, fair enough. Now, <laughs> so, I mean, what does it take for somebody to, for, for a female performer to get in like boobs? Yeah. What do you, what kind of dumb question is that? <laughs> <laughs> like you've seen the job, right? Uh, yeah. Boobs we watched a bunch of your videos before, before the podcast. We watched. Every oh, one I probably didn't need to know that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But no, I mean, like is someone, someone like yourself who ends up like making an eight year career of it compared to someone who gets. Oh, in, no, like no, no. I was, no, I was only in porn for four years. I've been retired for eight years. Gotcha. Okay. My apologies. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but then like the other ones you're uh, talking about, like the younger, younger girls, they get in and it like turns out not to be exactly what they thought it was. Like, yeah. what, 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 what were they hoping to, to achieve, I guess? Like that there would be more drugs involved. <laughs> yeah porn is basically just like high school but with more sex drugs and money uh but same kind of mentality um there's a couple documentaries called like hot girls wanted um i'm not the biggest fan of it because it does shame sex workers uh, but yeah i i do believe that there needs to be an age like i think the age needs to be raised to 21 instead of 18 years old but i also think the military age should be raised to uh 21 from 18 uh just because kids like you're still a fucking child when you're 18 like we're fucking like i remember when i was 18 i was a fucking moron and then you add drugs on top of it i was a fucking monster <laughs> like when i was 21 like i actually started getting my shit together um so i think 21 would be <laughs> just from personal experience uh, a better age for it now what about the creeps in porn how is it compared to comedy like where where do which industry <laughs> has more creeps in it <laughs> like fan wise no um like predatory creeps people with influence and power and then they mm. turn around and abuse it oh oh god um well that's any business i've worked in offices at fucking i worked at a factory and it was like that it's <laughs> it's never not been like that in any industry um Porn probably just because they could get away with it a little bit more because it's already sex work and sex workers and people already don't give a shit about us. So a lot of it has to do with that. Porn agents are the fucking worst. Uh, Derek Hay, he's the owner of LA Direct. He just lost a lawsuit, which is pretty great. I was like, ha ha. But yeah, since all this like shit happened with the Black Lives Matter, like they're starting to like clean house and porn a little bit too, which is nice. But yeah, Ron Ron Jeremy just got busted uh, the other day. Finally, ar arrested and uh, uh, yeah. charged with like four different counts. And I was that didn't surprise me so much because he, I mean, he looks like the type of guy who would be arrested for doing that type of thing. <laughs> but the the thing in the story, so do you? It, why, <laughs> and yet you're still here, Dave. <laughs> but but the thing that really got me about the story though is they're talking about how like it was such a widely or poorly kept secret within the industry itself that he was like banned from conventions and well that the banning of conventions that actually just recently happened i want to say in like 2008 or something like that a lot of times because like i've known ron for years like i've worked with ron um in the adult industry and in comedy like i booked him on shows and, and stuff like that and he's always been one of those dudes that um, will just like when a woman comes up to him, it's like for him, I want to say it's almost just muscle memory. Like he doesn't even realize he's doing it half the time, but like he'll grab an ass or he'll grab a boob. And that's the way he says hello and just be like, oh, that's just Ron. But then you have all these like newer. Oh, court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you just have all these newer girls, you know, then they're just like, you don't fucking touch me unless like we're in a scene and we have like all this stuff set out, which is the correct way to do it. Obviously, you know, I, like I'm, I'm going to be 42 in November. So I like, I grew up with it. Oh, well that's just Ron. You know, it's like the creepy uncle where it's just like, Oh, well we just don't let the children buy him, even though we <laughs> should do something about it. It was the same kind of thing with Ron as far as like rapes and stuff like that. Like I can't speak for that. I'm not saying that I don't believe the victims. I'm just saying that I've never, um known him to be that way anytime i've ever seen him with women most of the time they want to fuck him you know what i mean because it's ron jeremy i mean even with the crocs and him falling asleep half the time um but yeah like if, if they're older like i don't i don't doubt it but like i've never seen anything personally you know so you don't have the dirt on him 
No, no. Is well, there anyone you would like to call out? <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's the same thing with comedy. Like, I knew about Louis C.K. and about, like, well, like, what I had heard is that he likes to jack off on pe- on a woman's feet, that, like, they'll he'll lock him in the room and then jack off on their feet, which is somewhat true, but not necessarily. And I knew about that when I was just hanging out at the comedy store before I even really started doing comedy. Uh, when I still lived in LA. So like you hear all of these things, you know, these little rumors about certain people like I heard about Chris Delila and how Delight, whatever the fuck his last name is, um, how he would like videotape women after he has slept with them, like as they leave their house and he plays pranks on them and, and stuff like that. Like I've heard about those videos. I never knew about the young girls, but we hear about all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, we want to say something like what Chris did with like the pranking women. That's not illegal. That's just super fucking douchey, you know, and just so disrespectful and just speaks volumes about um, who he is as a person, as, as a man. But sorry, I started badly. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, the thing I found weird about that whole narrative was when people were saying that none of the comics in LA are coming forward and saying they were surprised. And well, yeah, I, I well, that's it. Like I mean, everybody, it everybody knows, here. but like we don't say anything because when like we're not involved, so it's just be like, oh, I heard so and so rape somebody. I have no proof of this. You know what I mean? So it's like, how am I helping the situation? Um, if something, if I found like if someone told me something direct about somebody, and then that person you know, came forward, I'd be like, you know, I would support them, be like, oh, I heard this, you know, but for the most part, um, unless it's, like, legally, like, helpful, like, it's, like, for me, it's just best to keep my mouth shut, unless, like, I'm actually adding, you know, helping in some way. Right, yeah, and, uh, I mean, I I haven't personally heard anything, and people I know here, uh, a lot of the bigger names too they've also come out and said that this is in fact very surprising it seems like a lot of new york people knew for whatever reason but <laughs> here i'm also not somebody that's i'm kind of low man on the totem pole no one's going to be pulling me aside and saying hey you want to know some dirty secrets They're yeah just like here hold the i door also open. know a lot of those comics are fucking lying so uh <laughs> there's that as well oh man because like we know about like the group chats like you can't like yeah, it's cute though. It's cute. It's like with Louie, I had heard about that too years before before it came out. I think everyone knew. Yeah, but like it was one of those things. Well, like Bill Cosby, like a bunch of people knew about Bill Cosby as well, but no one fucking has ever said anything. A lot of people knew about Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of times it really is just embedded into our culture the same way systemic racism is sexism and just treating women in general like uh sex objects i mean with me like at least like i'm like i'm to make money off of it as much as i can may as well yeah guys like brandon uh he 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 doesn't date he goes and uh how do do we put he he rents instead of buys is that a good way to put it (laughs) you hire you hire sex workers and that's totally normal and fine like that's healthy it's way better than like lying and trying to like manipulate a chick or like wasting a bunch of money at the bar like you know exactly what you want you know exactly what you're getting yeah exactly yeah you don't have to spend a 100 bucks for dinner and then you know like hope that maybe you even get a kiss at the end of the night or something like that and, yeah. and i'm and I'm not looking to date like i i barely have the patience for my own bullshit most days you know <laughs> let, let alone trying to maintain a relationship with somebody for months and years on end so yeah people are horrible especially brandon <laughs> and, and again you are still here yeah well maybe i am asking for it <laughs> that's the narrative we're pushing in 2020 right uh, well i think if for you're this still there you're asking for it i think this particular relationship we could use that for <laughs> hashtag dave's asking for it oh <laughs> Better than the other one or any of the other ones. I don't want to recite any of them. People okay. need to stop saying that, especially you. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, after you got done uh, with with your porn career, uh, what made you move to New York for comedy rather than just staying in L.A. and trying to give it a go? 
Uh, well, I always wanted to kind of like check out New York. Um, I also had an opportunity to go to college out here and stuff like that and just change a scenery. Like I tried doing comedy in LA, but like a bunch of people knew me and it was really weird. I'm like, oh, let me go to New York and no one will know me of like, cause I'm an idiot. Like I'm not on Google, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> all over Google, but yeah, it was just easier for me here. And I also, like, I really like the theater and I wanted to try, like, for some Broadway stuff. I did a bunch of shit when I first moved here. I've been in New York, like, seven years now. Okay. I want to say. So, yeah, comedy uh, was, like, the main thing. And then college, which I graduated two years ago. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What's the porn scene like there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I don't know if they have one. I hope not. <laughs> oh, a lot of cheese involved. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, there is I mean, actually, down. yeah, there's yeah. a, um, I know that there's like some clip for sales. I remember I worked with one guy, um, I think it was like called Naughty Midwest or something like that. I was just like, yeah, no, porn is supposed to be done in California and uh, Florida. And that's it, I think. <laughs> Sound, sounds about accurate. I grew up in the Midwest too. It's uh, yeah, uh, yeah the farm the farmer's daughter uh, isn't quite uh, isn't quite the way it's depicted in the movies out. Yeah. Yeah, he would know. He's from a really, really, really small town. <laughs> well, I lived all over uh, growing up. Like I went to went to like eleven different schools. And um, I think I moved like 28 times growing up all over the state of Wisconsin. We lived in Texas for a little while too. But yeah, I have family that owned farms and stuff like that. Big dairy farm. Not military or like on the run from something? Well, that would be my father's side of the family. And that would probably be, well, definitely military and probably running from something. knowing my father right now my uncle is in uh, florida so he's uh trying to run from the virus i'm sure or so he not. goes to florida well he's lived there for uh forever he's a biker so he moved down there so he could ride his motorcycle all year round but yeah he has uh he has some health issues so he wears a mask and shit like that no one's gonna tell a fucking six foot seven fucking <laughs> biker <laughs> to not yeah. wear a mask you know what i mean so yeah i know he's smart about it that's cool. Uh, how uh, how's the uh, coronavirus doing there in New York? Is it uh, are they looking at like finally starting to uh, open things back up again, or, oh, or is everything on, still on? We're on phase two, baby, because we fucking we did what we were told. We stayed in our tiny ass fucking apartments for three fucking months, and uh, yeah, no, we're on uh, we're on phase two right now, which is like outdoor dining, um, haircuts. Um, and like a couple of other things, um, which is nice. So the outdoor, yeah, but the bar still closed at like, everything still closes around like 10, 11, which is really weird because New York normally stays open till like three, four o'clock in the morning. Uh, most bars bars stay open. It's legal till four o'clock in the morning. So you just have a bunch of people who just start coming out at like 10 PM. (laughs) It's, um, we have a lot of people getting day drunk is what I'm saying. Yeah, just move that to start at 3 p.m. like a proper alcoholic. And yeah, just, just be like, all right, well, we're just changing our drinking schedule now. you're from Milwaukee, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is weird. I never really drank at home a lot, um, even when I lived in Wisconsin, unless, like, I had friends over, you know, like a party or cooking every once in a while I'd have a glass of wine, but... Yeah, I never, because I thought that, like, if I drank at home alone, that means I would have a serious problem <laughs> with alcohol. Now, I have, I get at least five bottles of wine sent to me a week. I am a fucking lush now. Nothing wrong with that. Don't, don't drunk shame yourself. No, I've also done a ridiculous amount of drugs, too. Uh, just a bunch <laughs> of mushrooms. Like, I don't even know if I'm real right now. Like, a ridiculous amount of mushrooms. <laughs> I never thought that would I that's what I would be doing during the apocalypse. But you're doing that alone in your apartment? Just doing yeah. mushrooms? Oh wow, yeah. I'm judging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know I like right now by chance? No, no. Um I micro dose. And like I have like my quarantine buddies or whatever. I have like my three friends that um 
that like I'll hang out with. But yeah, I live by, I live like four blocks from Central Park and like two blocks from like two, three blocks from the East River and like Randall's Island is like a few blocks around. So yeah, like I, I'm near Lots nature. Yeah, for me to like do much. You and your and, quarantine buddies to go and do drugs and cough on each other. Yeah, well, no, we all, I have like so many masks now. It's, um, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> See, we used to be the degenerates and uh, the look down upon in society, and now we're the ones that are uh, like saving the world by staying at home and minding our own damn business. What do you mean? Yeah. By the, like the people that stay at home or Californians? Well, me and her, like, oh. you know, you're, you're just a weirdo who stays home anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go unless I, I have normally, to. I like to, I've always like, I'm kind of an introvert, like, unless like I have spots or um or want to have sex like i normally am at home anyway so it wasn't like that it's not that big of a change um for me so that's uh that's now it's starting to get to me mostly because i think it's nicer out like when this first started i'm like oh i'm not gonna go out when they first start opening stuff i'm gonna wait i was like that's when it was cold out it's warm now <laughs> yeah march in new york difference. city isn't still you're not off the hook yet not even close no no it actually really didn't start getting warm it was actually like i was kind of grateful too that it was like a long like kind of cold spring um because it did kind of keep people in a little bit longer it wasn't really until mid-june i mean now it's like getting to like 80 and 90 because we only have like 30 seconds of spring here <laughs> But it wasn't until like mid June before the weather actually started getting like summertime weather. Got it. It's starting to starting to smell like garbage, and you have those cat sized rats running around the streets now. Oh my god! So we just had like a like a small hail storm that uh, it reminded me of like living in Florida, where it just like storms for like five minutes and then just disappears. So we had it. It was like hailing. And uh, we have a new homeless man living on one of the corners of, um, of the street I live on. And he kind of made a little makeshift human bathroom in a corner of this building. <laughs> and we flooded because he's been like, and he'll sweep like his shit and stuff into the sewer drain, but the sewer's flooded. And so, <laughs> oh, nice. so it's just human and like, like I know a couple of people have called the city about it because like the smell alone and apparently like the virus can live in shit or something like that. I don't know. So I was like, Oh, this just seems all sorts of wrong. So I just haven't even walked down that side of the block. I just take my dog around the other way until that like gets taken care of. A lot of New York is like that. This subway I was peeing in really reeked of urine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, um, public urination, like going to the bathroom, I think it was like a couple of years ago. It's only like a $25 fine because they used to like arrest you for shit like that. Yeah, um, you have to register as a sex offender. So now it's just like a misdemeanor. It's the same with like smoking pot. If like you get caught smoking a pot out here. I guess this year they're finally going to make it legal since Jackass didn't do it fucking last year. Um, but yeah, so like if you get caught smoking pot on the street, it's like also like a $25 ticket or something. What's so the you point? Can pee and, uh, you and know, smoke. <laughs> yeah, who cares? It's just like okay, twenty five dollars. That's that's a uh, you're gonna have to split your next weed payment with us. Oh that's yeah, not, well, that's not a deterrent. Well, there'll be like because like a lot of cops would like arrest a lot of homeless people for doing it. It's like one they're they're not letting them into businesses and they can only use so many different you know subways and and public restrooms and stuff like that. And it was just ridiculous for a while. Just like profiling basically you know so they put it into that public restrooms are hard to find in la too um i moved here from canada where everywhere they have to like have a public washroom and let people use it and then i come here and uh they, they don't exist especially in the in the the more urban the area is the fewer bathrooms there are but yeah. there's a lot of palm trees to pee under so <laughs> it's really insane i was actually i was reading an article where um and it was a question that I had because when they had uh, during phase one, they people were allowed to have like satellite bars. So like you couldn't like you could get a to go drink if you ordered food. But yeah. there are some places that also just let you get drinks and like you could have the drink there or whatever. Um, 
but during phase one, like people couldn't use the restroom. So this article was like, oh, where are all these people going to pee? Like, this is a big thing, especially because they said that if you flush the toilet, coronavirus could spread all over. So it's like, oh, this is a thing that we also have to worry about, not just fucking air conditioners and stuff. So, um, yeah, you need to learn to hold it or be willing to go outside. I don't have a problem peeing outside. I'm very good at it. Me neither. I've been into public urination and defecation for a long time. Well, only defecation no on accident, um, not on purpose. Just running around on mushrooms, shit in your pants. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it does. It did happen on mushrooms when it was a long oh, time God. ago. <laughs> was that recently? Yeah, you, no, you say, you say no, a long time ago, but like a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels right in quarantine time. No, I'm like talking like my twenties. Was it was it a shart or a full on like diarrhea dump? No, it was a shard. It was definitely a shard. Um, a little shard. It was a little shard. Yeah, I was like, oh. Luckily, like I had, we were camping, so I had like extra clothes and stuff. But it was still, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing the entire fucking time. Obviously, because of mushrooms, everything is fucking hilarious, including when you shard yourself. Did you announce it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course I did. I'd be like, oh, I think I just pooped my pants. I would hear that and think, oh, what a weird metaphor you're using. You know? <laughs> so we were around a bonfire, and yeah, I was just laughing so hard that, yeah, I shit a little bit. It happens. You know, I actually don't trust a person unless they shit themselves at least once. You know what I mean? It adds character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I go out of my way to shit in public sometimes. So I, <laughs> so or, or, were you camping in like Central Park or something like down the street? Or No, this is Wisconsin camping? when I still lived in Wisconsin. Gotcha. Oh, man, everyone's walking around there with shit in their pants. <laughs> That's actually probably fair to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We eat a lot of cheese, so a lot of us tend to be pretty constipated. Have you ever seen any of the Karens from Wisconsin? Oof. Yeah, but it's got to come out at some point. <laughs> what it does. It <laughs> is walking out of the gas station. <laughs> it's always a speedway. Wisconsin is home to a lot of Karens, isn't it? What is it with like Midwest areas and that sort of attitude, would you say? Uh well, Wisconsin in general um is the most segregated state in the country. Um, I don't know if you guys were aware of that. Fun disturbing fact. I I knew Milwaukee was one of the most segregated cities and like Milwaukee has one of the highest uh, murder rates per capita, like one of the cri highest crime rates per capita as well. Like Milwaukee is like actually a pretty, pretty bad. Yes. Not the racism part, but yeah, no, like, super, so yeah. So like the super Karens. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's they're not from the South. I don't understand <laughs> at all. Milwaukee sounds like it's going to join a biker gang and move to Florida. <laughs> Well, my uncle actually retired from the biker gang and then moved to Florida. That's was it like? Does is there a retirement home for old bikers? You know? Uh, no, I think he was just glad that he was able to retire. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> usually don't let you out. Yeah, well, it's one of those things. He did a lot of stuff for them. So can you list them out? Uh, stuff. <laughs> he did a lot of. stuff. Up. I do remember um, I went with him once to Bike Week in Daytona. I want to say this probably like 2009, maybe 2010. And uh, Daytona Bike Week, it, it's heavily uh, more occupied by the outlaws and, and stuff like that. Um, there's other festivals like Myrtle Beach tends to be more Hells Angels. Um, but Bike Week Daytona was um, outlaws. And so when my uncle would walk in, like when we would walk in certain bars, like you just see a bunch of outlaws like like they'll just look and like nod their head but like they're not allowed to speak to him or anything like he's not allowed to talk to anybody he auctioned off like like someone has his vest and like his belt buckle and like you know all of that stuff was auctioned off but yeah i guess like he can have no contact with any members of um the game but they still let him in the in the like in the biker saloon and he knows the secret oh, not to get yeah. in and everything all right Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's fucking bike week. They want everybody to go. In. Yeah, no, it's just, um, yeah, they're just not allowed to speak to him. But it was, like, really surreal. I was just like, is this, like, the mob for white trash? Like, is this <laughs> Are you sure that's not where you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, I grew up with bikers. I trust bikers more than I trust cops, that's for sure. 
So, so what's a retirement plan like for a biker? Is there like a like four hundred one k with I don't know meth or something <laughs> that you get when you <laughs> when you hang up the jacket or? No. Uh, well, my uncle, he was a garbage man. That was his day job. Uh, and he worked for a waste management, but he broke his back at work. And Florida is a right to work state. So he got screwed out of a lot of money. So right now he, he doesn't work. He's just on disability and stuff. And he's a Vietnam vet. So he has, uh, you know, veterans benefits and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. A lot of them veterans like the motorcycle gangs. Isn't that how the Hells Angels started? The uh, Hells Angels term was a, a unit, uh, an Air Force unit in in World War II. I believe so, yes. I also have uh, my great uncle was a member of the Hells Angels, too. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like the white trash Juliet, uh, basically. And then you got into comedy. <laughs> Yeah, weird how my uh, career choices pan out. I mean, I do I do have a degree in police science. Like, I actually went to school to be a cop. I was certified for law enforcement and shit. I wanted to be, like, a U.S. Marshals, and, like, I wanted to do, like, forensics. I wanted to do all this shit. And then uh, I realized I really like marijuana, like, a lot, and uh, drugs, obviously. And I'm like, this is probably not the job for me. I do like playing with guns, though. That was fun. Oh, for, it, did, do you have any of your own? like yeah privately? yeah i sold that's not I something sold. people like talking about <laughs> right. list them all out by serial number please yeah. <laughs> what you packing boo no yeah i sold all my guns i would like another one though but um i probably shouldn't <laughs> well i mean now's the time to get one yeah We're outside right. so we got fireworks and airplanes going off oh yeah no we have separately uh, we- we have fireworks as well. Um, I live near East Harlem, so. Isn't that weird? Everyone's setting off fireworks nonstop. All, all throughout the country. Over, all throughout the country, every single night. I'm like, are we going to have any for the fucking 4th of July? Like, <laughs> That's going to be nuts. There's going to be houses set on fire instead. Yeah, uh, there's, because um, I live, like I said, I live by the river. So they have some pretty good uh, fireworks displays. There's actually... Um, there's a bunch of different apartment complexes too. Sometimes the apartment complexes have better fireworks than what the city provides. Nice. Not surprising. Well, they said that the Macy's fireworks display for 4th of July, they're not announcing where it's going to be because they don't want people congregating. They're just going to light them off. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do that because people will like picnic all day. You know, it's fucking what you do on the 4th of July. You find a spot, you fucking picnic and then you wait for the fucking fireworks and then you go home. That's what you fucking do. But yeah, you can't, really do that right now <laughs> so that yeah, especially um, without toilets yeah without the toilets and stuff you gotta go pee i actually i just watched um you guys remember the episode of south park where they're at the water park and it just all the water turns to pee it's a pee pee i know that one yeah. <laughs> oh it's my favorite fucking episode of south park. i don't really watch south park that much but that one's that one's one of my favorites I don't yeah, know that's why. A, that's, that's that's accurate. Useless information, by the way, but you're welcome. <laughs> it's very accurate, though. Um, anytime I've been in a pool or even around one, I will pee in it, including oh, my own. Oh, God. Right off okay. a diving board. So fun fact about swimming pools. Like, the more that they smell like chlorine, that means the more people have peed in it. Because yeah, it's the chlorine they, ignited. That, that's what that means, yeah. So um, stay away from highly chlorinated pools. Yeah. All right, good tip. Yeah, I always heard uh, that uh, it's actually all the urine in the the pool that causes your eyes to burn, not the chlorine. I think it's like a mixture of both, isn't it? I don't. Oh God, yeah, public pools were. <laughs> I think they're just trying to get people to not pee in the pool. I mean, that's a respectable thing to do, but I mean, we've all done it. Like, I have totally peed in pools before. Like, Are you I sharded to... in one. No, thank God. <laughs> My baby brother did, though, once. That was hilarious. Um, not for oh, the people who had to clean the pool. Yeah, I mean, he was little, though. <laughs> How's he now? He's dead. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was he a motorcyclist, too? <laughs> no, no. He, uh, he died in 2009 of an accident. He, uh, he fell down eight stories no it's okay 
Well, now that I didn't mean to put a damper on, you both are just like, fuck, what do we say now? It's like, don't talk about porn the whole time. Don't talk about porn the whole time. All right, let's talk about the dead brother instead. I mean, if you guys have questions about porn, I can answer them to the best of my ability. But like I said, I've been out of the business for like seven, eight years. And how long have you been a comedian? Uh, Six years. So yeah, I've technically been doing comedy longer than porn. But I mean, like I could cure cancer and people would be like, oh, it's the whore who cured cancer. You know, like it's never. (laughs) Is that, there's somebody here who does that too. Um, She actually lives in the Valley. Uh, she she was an adult entertainer, and then she switched to doing comedy, and she references it frequently. You know, it's Sovereign like, oh Sire? yeah, I'm the one who. Sorry. Sovereign Sire. Uh, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Sally. Sally. Oh, Sally! I love Sally. Yeah. Sally um, she'll knows. she'll mention it in her act that she's done porn and talked about it. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I have like interesting have- angle. Yeah, I have whole sets, like, you know, I have, like, I have a good, like, hour, hour and a half, I want to say, of, like, porn stuff and, like, adult stuff, but I have, um, I worked really hard on, like, you know, non-porn stuff as well, especially here in New York, um, they didn't, they don't give a shit, and they didn't give a shit that I was in porn, and when I first started, they were just, like, um, is she trying to, you know, just to stay relevant, and then, like, after the first, like, year or two, they're, like, oh, no, she's taking it serious, and then I have, I have some, you know, mentors and stuff like that, that will, that will tell me stuff like, uh, my one friend, Derek Gaines, he's always like, uh, he's like, we know Aaliyah, like he just, he picks on me anytime I talk about sex. He's like, what else do you have? He's like, I know you have other stuff. What else do you have? Um, so he pushes me to write like non-sex jokes, which is great. And then other people, uh, push me to write smarter sex jokes. And so that's, um, so it's good. I like it. I like it here. That's good. What is the uh, what's the weirdest shoot you've ever done? Like where something on set went wrong, or it, was there a, a particularly weird scene uh, where someone wanted you to wear a gorilla mask or something? I don't know. Uh, the scene I shot with Ron Jeremy, I was wearing a paper bag, I think. Um, <laughs> so you did do one with him? Yeah, I've worked with a lot of people. Um, wow, that's gonna get a bump in hits after this. I don't think it was ever released. Now, um, the one of the weirdest scenes that I've ever done was um, it wasn't a hardcore scene; it was a softcore scene um, called Psycho Thrillers or Psycho Killers, and uh, this was basically like a pee fetish kind of scene. Um, pee fetish is softcore. Yeah, uh, well, because um, there's like obscenity stuff. There's like certain things, so you can't really have um, like urination videos. Um, and and like, well, with this particular, well, no, you can have urination videos because um, he was. Um, they were murdering us. It was like this dude basically came in. It was me and Allie Hayes, and um, he strangled us to death. And then what they did is that they took like this, like bag, and had uh, you know water in it with uh, tinted yellow and then they stick this tube into my butt crack or whatever and then when I die like the fetish is like the pee you know because when you die you lose all control of everything and um, so yeah so they had to have softcore with that because um, can't make like snuff films or something I don't know it's some weird law in <laughs> California where you, can't have, where you can't have penetration for um, for like murder and stuff like that so well, that's just plain on American. <laughs> and Ron Jeremy I mean, did a scene like that too, but it wasn't porn. Right. Like yeah. I <laughs> like I get it. I, I get why, because I've had um I've had a fan I've talked about this on other podcasts, but um it's such a weird story. But I had a fan who like who wrote me a script that was like fifteen pages long about how he wanted to like have me like hypnotized and then raped and then murdered and so yeah, there's a reason why there is an actual penetration in a lot of those like really like fetishy scenes like that. So, so is that normal fan mail or is that, <laughs> is that actually on the lighter side of things that you've gotten? Um, I, I mean, I normally get at least one death threat a year. I mean, I got one last year. I got one the year before when I was in porn, I got like at least a couple a year. I don't really consider that like a death threat, but, um, it's definitely disturbing. Yeah, I get a lot of weird stuff. Um, a lot of men who need help sexually and mentally. 
uh, disturbed um, for sure. But that's why I got a degree in psychology. So I don't go crazy reading all of these things. Yeah, that's scary. Um, are, are any of them at least creative with the death threats, you know? Um, oh, my favorite death threat was, uh, <laughs> this guy was on Twitter and he, and this is years ago, he made a bunch of Twitter accounts, um, uh, specifically to tell me how he was going to murder me by chopping me up, um, into 50 pieces. And then he was going to send each piece of me to a different state. And then he was going to shit on me. And I was really confused. I'm like, wouldn't it be easier to shit on me, spread it around and then chop me up and send me off? You know, what part would he shit on? Yeah, exactly. Or are you just like, or is this like a scavenger hunt where you just ship a piece of me somewhere, then you have to find it in the state and then you shit on me? Like I had a lot yeah. of questions about how this was going to work out. And like, it's going to cost a lot of money to murder me. I'm like, thank you so much for spending so much time like thinking about, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't take it seriously. Like Twitter was shutting down the accounts instantly and people were like, are you okay? And I'm like, that was actually really creative and inventive. Um, will I ever meet this person? Probably not. A lot of times when people do that, um, they're pussies. They're not going to do anything. I mean, at least so far, knock on wood again. <laughs> yeah, you made it to 42. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so, almost 42, I guess. So, so what are they so angry about, though? Is it they, they, they saw, like, your you know movie and they didn't like the way a particular scene ended or something like that? Or... Uh, <laughs> I wish it was that simple. Uh, no, no, th those are the porn review guys. We're like the lighting was off and there was no continuity. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. No, a lot of times with those type of men, it's they're incels, and and some of them may be older. Um, a lot of the older ones will will tend to do more of the death threats. Um, at least from from my personal experience, just because because they can't have me or or a woman in general, and they get very angry because they believe that women should have sex with men whenever they want, however they want. You know, it, it really is. Um, they just think of women as objects, and because they can't get the one specific object that they want, they get um, they lash out at, at women at the one thing that they want. <laughs> yeah, funny enough. Yeah, I, I fall more in line with the porn reviewers, where I want to know if the you know lady actually got her cable turned on or not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the reviewers are super funny. So now. Uh, for a guy besides like the obvious that he would need to have to get into porn, like for all the aspiring male porn actors out there, like what are the requirements other than like having at least a seven, eight inch dong? Oh, you think that's cute. You think seven and eight was going to help. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting no. more and more competitive. It is. Uh, well, stamina. For one, uh, obviously, you're going to have to fuck for a good six to eight hours, sometimes six to 12 hours, depending on if it's a feature film or not. You also have to be comfortable um, doing scenes with other men. And there's a lot of dudes, you know, like in order to do like gang bangs or bukkakis, like you have to have some level of bisexuality. Like it's just like 100% straight men because sexuality is a spectrum. So 100% like 100% straight men are not going to be doing gang bangs or blow bangs. I know this because I dated a porn director who was hundred percent straight and he will film that shit, but he's like, his dick just goes hard when there's another dick exposed in the room with him. He's just like, it just doesn't work. And there are a few uh, male performers that are like that, but not that many. Cause you do have to be very comfortable, especially like DP scenes, like your balls are touching. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a specific level of um, bisexuality uh, to really succeed and like it'd be better if you were bi altogether but <laughs> fair enough yeah I'm, I'm i'm definitely not asking for myself i'm past my prime and uh you know I'll, I'll i'll split the waves but i ain't gonna anchor bottom so i don't have the equipment for it either so <laughs> it's all about angles and porn <laughs> fair enough same with instagram yeah, women women are like this and dudes are like yeah, there's 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 tricks to our madness for sure. <laughs> All right, Brandon, you wanna do the Florida man game? Yeah, so we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and cap this off with uh 
okay. this is a g- game we always do at the end. Real, uh, the rules are real simple. I'm just going to read a headline. Okay. And uh, you tell me whether you think this individual is from uh, Florida, California, or Canada. So I got Florida. three of them for you. Okay, Florida, so, California, or Canada? Yeah. And so okay. you, you could have one from each place. All three could be from the same place. Uh, but uh, let's get started with our first one here. Okay. Naked man steals ambulance, crashes into cultural center. Did that happen in Canada, California, or Florida? I'm going to say Florida for that one. Yeah, it that sounds like Florida, man. That was uh, – that was that was Leah's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this uh, this is actually uh, straight from Dave's hometown of Winnipeg, Canada. No doubt. <laughs> what? Canada getting crazy. My uncle. I, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, may have been. Yeah, that, yeah. He crashed crashed it though, you know. Well, yeah, he uh, like a that's naked man so... stealing an ambulance. That's you know that's Wednesday in Winnipeg, but crashing it. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, especially into a cultural it's got center. Those coronavirus I mean, mushrooms. I mean, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people from Canada do spend time in Florida during the winter, so maybe it re- like rubbed off on them a little bit. That's right. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something, something Florida rubbed up against something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, story number two. Dun, dun, dun. Man in stolen ambulance leads law enforcement on chase. Officials say. Did that happen in Canada, California, or Florida? That sounds like a California thing. You guys did. There's always a high-speed chase in California. Yeah, there's been an abundance of uh, stolen ambulances, so uh, it definitely anywhere. Are you sure that didn't happen in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, where's the dude that, that fucking stole a horse? Did you see that during the riot? <laughs> the beginning of them? I think that was in he stole Houston a horse? or something. A cop horse, yeah. It was wow. like I want That's a party a bad with horse. magic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bad horse. <laughs> well, what kind of what kind of cop does like he's a cop too, you know, sort of. Oh he, yeah. He just lets anyone get on him. That's a horse. You, so. Um, if you ever read Animal Animal Farm, he was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> no, that this is uh this is a stolen ambulance story from Florida. From Florida? Oh my God! I just uh, suck at this game. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to guess. I thought Philadelphia because I was trying to cheat, and that's what it looked like it was from. Oh, I, know, I know you were. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Dave pulls his shit all the time. He just <laughs> God. It's like a petulant little child at times. Okay, got one more for you. This is the tiebreaker. Yeah, the, the tiebreaker. Well, I mean, there's only one fucking state left, so. <laughs> well, this guy, any of these could be from anywhere. It could be Canada, oh, California, okay. or still Florida. Or, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quote: He's eating himself. Florida. Man, man, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, bath salts. That's where the Rona came from. Yeah. Florida. Uh, yeah, that's what you're saying, Dave. No, no, read the headline first. Okay. Man dies in custody after appearing to bite arms. Florida. That, that sounds like California, man. That sounds like uh, like Bakersfield. You ever been there? <laughs> oh, God. I went to the Walmart in Bakersfield. And, Fresno. Yeah, yeah, Fresno. <laughs> Garbage town. <laughs> I'm still going to say Florida, though. All right, no, yeah, this one actually was in California. God ah. damn it, I suck at this Where? game. Fresno. Yeah, Fresno or Bakersfield. <laughs> right. Or maybe Elk Grove. Oh, Elk, Elk Grove. Yeah, it's outside Sacramento. Uh, no, this is uh, up north uh, Shasta County. Mm. I've never even heard of that. All right. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like all wooded areas. It's where people are either making moonshine, growing weed, all that shit. I like how it starts moonshine. off a half-naked man who appeared. Like, they have to add that in there first. The first thing but, you need to know is he was half-naked. what half? What half? Yeah, yeah, that makes a big difference for a dude. Huge difference. Yeah, because it's like, okay, if you're going to say a half-naked dude, then just be like, he didn't have pants on because dudes That's being topless, difference. it's not a thing. Like, no one gives a shit. <laughs> well, you know, he took him off, but uh, it says here he's also 400 pounds, so he could have looked like Peter Griffin after he got naked, oh. where, you know, where his old uh, stomach just hangs down and covers everything up. Where he hasn't seen his dick since the 80s. <laughs> yeah, before the lockdown. <laughs> oh god so yeah yeah just started by just started eating his own arms until he like bled out and then they found the body somewhere in the sacramento river so okay well that like 
because we're our brains are wired to not like have like to cause physical harm to ourselves you know what i mean like it takes a lot it took me fucking three hours to pierce my own ears for christ's sakes i mean yeah. i didn't but <laughs> that's what a pain sensor is it's telling you hey fix this because something yeah going on. so him so he had to either be pcp is a hell of a drug <laughs> oh yeah yeah the old angel could, dust that can make you want to eat your arm, I guess. I don't know. I never wanted to eat my arm or anyone else for that ma- matter on any drugs that I've done. I'm a happy drug taker. <laughs> I, it's right. Yeah. The, the whole reason you take drugs to feel good about yourself, not to. Is the well, drug... that's debatable. When <laughs> <No>, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dealing drugs in New York right now, is it done uh, social distanced? Like if um, someone put it in a garbage can <laughs> in a bag and then walks no, away six feet and no, I have my face to face coughing on each other. These I have mushrooms. my <laughs> essential drug dealers um, that I have been keeping in business. Uh, no, I go to my friend's house, uh, his apartment. We just uh, social distance, like he stays. It's a the studio, obviously, because New York. So he's on one part of his room, and I'm Checks on the him out the out the window or down the stair. No, I'm one of the few that actually gets to go into his apartment. Other times, yeah, he does actually leave them underneath, like, a mat in his apartment building. Yeah, no, for sure. Because he's um, he has, like, a breathing problem, so he has to be a little bit um, careful. He's a frail little Yeah, man. you need that guy alive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's an essential worker. <laughs> yeah, I used to get my weed delivered from a d- different service, but even my building, like, we can't have, like, deliveries um, – to our door right now everything has to be delivered downstairs and be really weird trying to get delivered five hundred dollars worth of weed <laughs> jeez i mean i get it for like the month you know like that's like yeah. i mean i've been smoking a little bit more than normal but uh <laughs> it's fine i'm fine fine <laughs> Well, it looks like you're doing well. What's the, what do you got going on uh, after the Rona? Do you have any shows planned or anything like that? Oh, I had all sorts of shit planned uh, for this summer. I pretty much just gave up. Uh, I'm really not planning anything until next summer, just because the way things are looking, especially in other states. New York is probably going to be one of the safest places. <laughs> I think we should just put bridges up. Because like I said, we fucking did what we were supposed to. And now all those people that left and spread it all over, now they want to come back because New York is finally opening up and getting better. It's like, no, you fuckers just stay the fuck away. Yeah, That's I want right. to. I want to go on tour uh, next summer for sure. Me and uh, me and my girlfriend, Sovereign Sire, my comedy wife, uh, we want to we want to go on tour again. So that, but other than that, nothing. Um, just you is know, there a- anything you want to plug that's online? Oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty much all I am now is online. I became the top fan of many websites on Facebook, and I am disgusted with myself. (laughs) Um, Oh, you got that little badge? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just like, look at me. I spend way too much time on fucking Facebook. Okay. I normally don't even have Facebook on my phone. Um, That's how bad it's gotten. I have it on my phone now. Uh, Follow me on Facebook. I have a fan page, um, Aaliyah Janine. Twitter is the Aaliyah Janine and Instagram is Aaliyah dot uh, Janine. I have um, some cool quarantine sketches that I did way back in March, you know, decades ago in March um, that were pretty fun. You can check those out on my YouTube channel, Aaliyah Janine's Comedy. That's awesome. Well, thanks a lot for joining us, Aaliyah. Yeah, thank yes. you very much. It was fun. Stay thanks safe for- and stay out of trouble. Yes. <laughs> stay out around Jeremy's up. house. Yeah, that's not going to be hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See ya.